All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Jake's back. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Everything is well here. Um, hold on. I just, there we go. My dumb TV was still on in the background. I turned it off and it turned off the satellite box, but then I noticed the television was on. Um, I just want to jump right in. I want to make fun of podcasts a little this week, and then I have something I want to talk about a little bit, but I uh, listened to a bunch of podcasts last week, and I really, I hated all of them. And I, I don't want to make it sound like I think ours is good, like, oh, Jake and I are awesome. But the thing I like about what we do is what I just said, is it's basically, hey, Jake, and you say hi, and then we just start talking. And all the podcasts I listened to, they were mostly like news ones and overproduced. Well, that's what I didn't like, is they were all overproduced. Like, yeah. I log on to these ones, and it was literally, welcome to the Christmas Tree Podcast, Christmas Tree Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. Today on the podcast, we're going to find out what it's like to be a piece of toilet paper. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a piece of toilet paper? Well, listen and find... And it's like, if I'm fucking hit and play, isn't there a description like... Like, when you click on podcast, it'll say, this is the Christmas tree podcast, find out what it's like to be a piece of toilet, and then I'll either click play or I won't. I don't want to hear five minutes of what I just hear, clicked play to hear, like the lead-in, you know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've, I've noticed what you're talking about. I've, I've kind of wondered why they do that, and I think the reason is that there's a lot of underproduced podcasts. Like ours. And so, if the, <laughs> yeah, like ours. And so they they want to be like, well, we're not just podcasts. We're basically a radio quality thing on a podcast. And so we're going to sound super, super radio-y in our sort of setup. That way people think like, oh, this is like a radio show, but on a podcast, I, I, I guess. I, I think that's what they're going for with that. But yeah, I, I don't know why. They take so long in the openings, and I'm not. I'm not talking about like commercials. I get it if they're reading off commercials. Like, fine, you're getting paid to read about I, I don't know underwear or socks or whatever the fuck, and and you, and you don't want it to interrupt the middle of your podcast. I, I get that, but when they do like you're talking about, like, thank you for joining us on the whatever the hell. We are here this week once again. The, the, the podcast that talks about blah 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 and blah blah blah. And this week we will be talking about blah and blah blah blah. And it's just like, yeah, that. Well, I'm already. You, you can kind of do something in the middle of the, the two things. I, I, yeah. I guess you can let people know you're you got a budget without taking fucking a minute and a half of their time. And I like I don't mind the advertising like you just said. If they're up front saying cuz I heard that a bunch of times and I get it like uh this is the the so and so podcast sponsored by Lions. Lions. Right. We eat gazelles. That's fine. Yeah. What I another thing I don't get or don't like you talk about two things the overproduced is there were some I tried listening to and I would just turn them off because here, here's the weird thing. I'm not going to call any of my name, but my wife would listen to a few and she would tell me what the podcast is about and it would be really interesting. So I would try and listen to it and I'd fucking hate it. Yeah. I found it more interesting when my wife would tell me this is what the podcast was about and give me a little teaser of it. Because when I would listen to the podcast, you talk about overproduction, they would throw in sound effects like... And then he walked across the room and they would have footsteps and I'd listen to oh, that's one. That's annoying. Yeah. And I listened to one about football 
and they threw in canned cheering. And it wasn't even like realistic. They, they couldn't use sounds of the NFL because they'd have to pay for it. Right. So they admitted up front. They said, so for this podcast, we got a bunch of people together. Now we need you to cheer. Yay. Now we're going to play those pr- sporadically throughout the show. Like, and he caught a touchdown. Yay. I'm like, it just fucking irritating. Yeah, that's annoying. Tell man. me the story. Tell me the story about football that you wanted to tell me without all the nonsense. And then the other thing I didn't like that I was going to mention is uh, like up front is, hey, we're listening to the, you're, you're listening to Idiot's on Parade and then you and I talk. Nowhere halfway through do we suddenly go, by the way, let's take a break now. Hey folks, you're listening to the Idiot's on Parade podcast. We do this every month. Either you're listening or you're not. You, you don't have, nobody turns on a podcast halfway through like they do a radio station and go, hey, what radio station am I listening to? What podcast? You turn on a radio station, you might wonder what station you're on, but you don't dial up a podcast halfway through and hope that the hosts at some point are going to say, by the way, you're listening to Idiots on... I I don't get that. (coughs) Yeah, that's true. What I I feel like a lot of them are are people that wish they got like a sweet, high-paying gig in radio somewhere. But it never really <laughs> yeah, worked those out, exist. right? So now they're doing. <laughs> Howard Stern has the only high-paying radio gig. Other well, than that, not high-paying. I mean, you don't have to have much of a day job, okay? That, right. That's what I mean. Is is you don't have to have much of a day job, <laughs> and that never happened. And so now they're on a podcast, and they're like, "But I want to make myself seem radio-y, either to try to get a radio job eventually off of that podcast, or." To sort of feel like they're doing that now. They're sort of like the guy who's giving the uh, the boat tour rides in Disneyland or something. But he's like really acting the hell out of it. Or like he's really trying to do like a hard stand-up act while giving a tour to kids. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he, yeah. that sort yeah, of thing. Vicariously living the dream that he never got to live in actuality. Yeah, that's what I feel like a lot of that is. With the, with the podcast. I get that. Well, this is where we should open it up to our seven listeners and say, well, what do you think? Should we start adding production value to ours to every so often? If we say something funny, should I hit in a button and have it go boing? Also, or do you just like... You were, go ahead. I just wanted to interrupt uh, Nathan in the, in the middle of a sentence to let everyone out there know that you're listening to the Idiots on Parade podcast. In case you've forgotten <laughs> or one of our listeners killed themselves, like how often happens, and you wandered into his apartment because you heard the shot and you wonder what the fucking sound is, and now you're listening to me. Just know that uh, you are now listening to the Idiots on Parade podcast. Sorry, what were you saying, man? <laughs> No, that was a great scenario. The listener should tell us, do you want Jake and I to add production value or do you just want us to talk? And we can't add production value because it's going to sound like shit because we use Skype. We've tried FaceTime. We've tried Google+. Look, I'm traveling on the road constantly. Jake is in New York. So we do this over the internets, the webs. So we it, it's not going to sound much better. We don't have a studio, but we can add wacky sound effects if you want. Any t- like if we... Uh, if we're talking about ISIS, which I do want to talk about in a second, uh, we can add Arabic chanting in the background. Is that what you want to hear, listeners? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can make know. that noise, you know? Like, I, I don't have any fancy <laughs> computer stuff that does it, but I could make racist sound effects. Would you like more racist sound effects? <laughs> That's what we could get a lot of Trump followers. He has a big following by being racist. Yeah. Well, it's true. Speaking of ISIS, this is something that would just be beautiful if, if true, but. 
One, I don't know if it's true, and two, it will never happen, so fuck it. Uh, it was in the news yesterday, it actually hit. Um, we've talked about El Chapo on here. Oh yeah, I read about that. You know where I'm going, uh-huh. yeah. El Chapo is pissed at ISIS and has thrown down and says that his uh, drug cartel could wipe out and wants to wipe out ISIS because ISIS is dis- disturbing the drug trade. And it's hilarious, and it would be lovely to see ISIS and a drug cartel go to war, but, like, how would that happen? Is I mean, is El Cop Chapo, whatever his name, is he going to buy, charter a jet, and fly drug lords to Syria and just drop them off in the desert and then shoot it out? I mean, it's really not going to happen. I guess, so. man. I mean, he's, you know, he's been smuggling uh, massive amounts of kilos through there. Maybe he could get some guys there, too. I mean, at the end of the day... You Do know, you really need right. Mexican guys to go there, or can you just use money from Mexico to hire people there to fight? That seems like it would be more his style. I think it would. You might. You might. Send I didn't some even think of that. You're there, brilliant. But. Like I, my mind auto- automatically went to how is he going to fight? But you are absolutely right. Since all, every we've already talked about this allegiance in the Middle East is whoever's got the most money, whoever can pay. A lot of people sign up for ISIS just because it's a paycheck. So you are absolutely right. If he can pay them to suicide bomb a couple leaders of ISIS, that actually would be awesome. I was thinking it wouldn't happen, but you, Sir Jake, nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think this is awesome. It's two evil groups fighting each other. It's the Confederacy versus... Uh, the the Empire from Star Wars. It's it's great because anybody who gets killed is it's kind of a good thing. You know what I mean? Like any battle is a win for the rest of humanity. Either a bunch of ISIS Absolutely. died or a bunch of cartel guys died. Like really, I think more wars need to be like this. As long as the U.S. doesn't do what we always do and decide, well, there's two people fighting, we got to jump on one side and decide that they're the good guys and give them missiles. So that means we might be giving El Chapo missiles. That's what I think. There's there's about a 50% chance that that might happen. El Chapo might be the U.S.'s ally in this fight. So as long as we don't do that, this will actually be a good war. Uh, I'm going to give the listeners a huge heads up right here. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not seen the movie Sicario, I'm going to give away something that does not ruin the movie at all. The movie is one of the best things I saw last year. It is beautiful, fantastic. It's the most tense movie I think I've ever seen. So, spoiler alert, that's kind of one of the main themes in Sicario. It's a drug trade movie and what it turns out to be by the end, and it's not really, like I said, I said spoiler alert, but it's not like a, oh my god, usual suspects twist ending. You know something's going on, and they just sort of reveal it, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. It's not, I'm not giving away a twist ending, but what happens is, uh, we're, it's about America fighting the Mexican cartel drug trade, and ultimately what happens, or the point is, we have teamed back up with the Colombian drug cartels to take out the Mexican drug drug cartels because the Colombians, like, behaved better. The Mexican drug cartels fucking kill too many people and are too violent. So the United States government says, fuck it, as long as people are going to take drugs, let's at least get then into they bed play a with lot someone of we trust. Music too, you know? Let's not yeah. forget that. I'm not saying it's as bad as killing people, but it's pretty goddamn close. <laughs> Don't you mean Colombian flute music like South Park talked about? Pan flute? 
I'll tell. I'll but either way, that's the whole. Hear it all, I hear it all on the subway. I'll tell. You, I'm going with the flute music. That's who I'm dumping the weapons in the hands of the flute guys. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the Columbia. But that's. But it's basically the same thing. It's you're. But it's what America always does. It's like, well, Mexicans are selling coke and Colombians are selling coke. We're gonna go with the Colombians, and that's what you're hinting at here. Is well, everybody hates ISIS. We don't like the Mexican cartels, but fuck it, they're fighting ISIS. We always try and find the lesser of two evils instead of letting just evil fight itself. Yeah, as long as we just let evil fight itself. But if we do have to cheer for one side and give them surface to air missiles and stuff. I'm going to go with El Chapo uh, just because I'm looking at, like, what they want people to do, you know? I I mean, ultimately, he wants people to buy his drugs, and they want people to, I don't know, cover women in head to toe and throw rocks at them for sneezing or whatever the fuck. And I I like drugs, and I like seeing women's bodies, so I'm going to go with Chapo. Uh, I, I'm going to go with drugs and scantily clad women as opposed to no drugs and women dressed like fucking mummies. So that's, uh, that's (laughs) what I'm cheering for. Cheering for Chapo. Sometimes on the podcast, Jake and I disagree and then we have fun debates. Uh, unfortunately listeners, I am agreeing with uh, Jake here and I'm siding with El Chapo and, uh, no debate, no, no back and forth, no talking heads arguing for the amusement of others. We are on the same page. Fuck it, man. You want me to play devil's advocate and go ISIS? <laughs> Can you make an argument for yeah, ISIS? Yeah, ISIS. So I, I like ISIS because, uh, for one thing, they had that jihadi John character, and that's just fun. He, 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 it feels like they give him like an old <laughs> Western name, like, all right, jihadi John, you shot up your last corral, ten, take ten paces. So marketing-wise, I, I feel they're good. Uh, they, they also have good Twitter followers, you know what I mean? Like, they've really kind of come into the 21st century with their... I term. will grant them that. The drug cartel has bad PR. Horrible ISIS, PR. ISIS still has Westerners trying to join ISIS, trying to get over to Syria because of the marketing ISIS does. They, they, they I think I made this joke, uh, not on here, but... ISIS is a lot like a Michael Bay movie trailer. You see the, the trailer, the, the preview, and you think that looks exciting and action-packed, and then you show up and go see the movie, and it actually sucks, and that's what happened. We did talk about that, yeah. is uh, recruits are joining ISIS, and they get there, and they're like, all right, you're washing dishes and peeling potatoes, and oh, by the way, you're the next suicide bomber. And they're like, what the fuck? I didn't sign up to suicide bomb. I, yeah, they, they always they... put the suicide bombing part in fine print, and in Arabic at the bottom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it's yeah. not fair. It's not fair to Westerners. We don't speak that shit. But we just want to fight for it because of uh, good propaganda on the part of ISIS. When, plus, okay, here, here's the thing. ISIS is over there. El Chapo is over here, right? Like, Yes. I, 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 I truly believe even, even now with ISIS, right? the reason that they want to fight us, everybody always tries to make it out like, well, they just want the total destruction of uh, Western society. It's like, no, 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 that's just not really what they give a fuck about. I mean, they don't like Western society, but they want to fight us because we're over there. As long as we stop being over there, all these fucking Al-Qaeda, ISIS, you name them, they're not going to give a fuck about us. They, you know, they don't, they don't care what we're doing across an entire ocean. They care what we're doing when we're propping up dictators in the region. Whereas El Chapo, yes he's going to no. be fucking with yes us all and the no. time. Yes and no. 
ISIS does want to establish a worldwide caliphate. ISIS does. Al-Qaeda, you're right. They don't give a fuck about us. Taliban, they just want us out of Afghanistan. All of that is correct. But ISIS does want to establish, or at least like the five head members of ISIS. Right, that's not, their propaganda. Any, yeah. That's that's what they're saying. But I, I'm saying, would they actually still be bothering to send people over here to blow us up if we weren't in the region? Or would they just be fighting other people in the region, you know? Well, they would still be fighting other people in the region, but I, I look at ISIS as sort of like a shitty, puny Roman Empire. They do eventually want to, they would keep taking territory and expanding. It's not like they would say, all right, we got Syria, we're done. They literally want to expand and keep expanding. Right now, they want to suicide bomb us because we're over there, but it's that unchecked thing. I'm not saying we should be fighting them. We should let them fight it out, uh, but... They wouldn't stop at the Syrian or Iraqi border. They would go. They they do want to eventually. Like, all right, fuck you, Turkey. We're invading next. Oh, we got is like Germany in World War Two when Hitler got all like, hey, I can take on Russia. Why not? They want the ever expanding. Yeah, but that's that's the that's the thing is they don't really have the means to do that very well. There's a lot of buffer countries in between us and Syria. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying I'm afraid of it happening. I'm just saying that's yeah, what I no, want. I mean, I'm not saying it, it, it we is. should bomb them because I'm afraid. I'm just saying that I'm, their ultimate goal is worldwide, whereas you're right, the Taliban, if we left, they'd be like, all right, fuck you, they're gone. And you are right. Al Chapo is not only at our back door, but they cross it constantly with their violence to get the drugs in here, which is why I agree with you. Fuck it. Let the drugs in. Let's, let's regulate them, tax them, and... Uh, monitor them if you can't drive drunk well you can't drive coked up or you know whatever just fucking if private employees can have piss tests for pot and drugs let them have piss tests for coke and that way if you want to do coke you have to be like a stoner does you have to be a barista or something that has causes no uh you know benefit or detriment to society either way yeah it's true and really a coked up barista would probably make the greatest coffee that you have ever tasted. So he'd need it extra strong. So you'd always get a bonus espresso. Like everything's double. Oh, yeah. You could, dude, if we legalized cocaine, you could, you could have cocaine sprinkled in coffee. That would be like jolt cola. I would imagine from the 1980s. Yeah, that would, well, that would be like crystal meth in coffee because I, I don't think the stuff that they were making was like naturally produced in any way, shape or form. Like there was no base chemical, I think for jolt coda. Cola, that, like, crystal meth was all cooked in bathtubs and trailer parks and stuff. This is true. Well, you got anything you want to talk about? That was my uh, fun topic of the week is uh, El Chapo versus ISIS. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good one, man. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going home again. Not, no, we're not home, but to my girlfriend's home uh, for Oh, for I was going to the Pennsylvania yeah, trip? Was yeah, that the... I'm doing that again for Christmas, and... The only thing that really sucks about that trip is waking up early in the morning to fucking catch a bus at like five, six in the morning. Other than that, man, like meeting meeting your girlfriend's family when you're in your 30s is so much better than meeting your girlfriend's family when you're in like your 20s or your teens even, right? I would agree with that. Oh, my God. There's so much less pressure, dude. Like they're so nice to you now. It's It's like a it's a total 180 from a decade ago. Right. Like when when I was meeting my girlfriend's family in like my especially early 20s, that kind of thing, late teens, there was always that unspoken tension that like, oh, that's our little angel, man. If you touch her, 
you, you better wait to do anything until blah, 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 blah. And I remember when she was still sitting at the kids table at Thanksgiving. Right. But now, I mean, they still love her. Sure. But it's different. They're like, that's our little 35 year old woman. I guess you can do what you want. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, not even that, but that's our 35 year old. Are you going to get married anytime right. and give us grandkids? I remember when she was <laughs> sitting at the kids table, it was over 20 years ago. We thought she'd have her own kids there by now. What are you impotent? Here's some ginseng. All poke holes in all your goddamn rubbers. Why are you waiting so long? I, uh,. It's sort of has nothing to do with it. You made me flash back immediately to an old girlfriend of mine. We're still friends, um, meeting her family. Her mom and dad were fine with me. Her mom and dad liked me a lot. Her mom loved me. They were really good. But the problem is her mom's parents or grandparents. You just made me think of a really awkward family moment that I wanted to share. Um, uh, it was Christmas, not Thanksgiving. So that's why I thought of it. So her parent, grandparents were ultra-religious. And uh, she warned me of this and said, you know, they're like super Christians, wearing capes, they have a foam finger, Jesus number one, shit like that. And go there for Christmas dinner or pre-Christmas dinner on the 24th, I don't know. But to test me, we're sitting around the table, we sit down, and the grandfather says, Nathan, would you like to lead us in the Lord's Prayer? And I said, I actually don't know it. Like, I know the beginning, our father who sits in heaven... Something, 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 hollow be his name. I don't, or thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Something, something, I forget. You know, like yeah. I, I didn't say that. All I said was, I, I actually don't know it. And he got very angry with me. Like he sort of sniffed, like, I knew it. Like you're no good for our granddaughter, blah, blah, blah. And there was a, there was a palpable tension at the table as he recited the prayer, and I could feel everyone judging me, not her mom and her, but, you know, like uh, aunts and uncles or other, and they were just staring daggers at me, and you are unworthy. So to make me feel better about everything, my girlfriend tells me later, she's like, don't feel bad. I'm like, well, I didn't feel bad. But apparently I was sitting across from, um, what was it, her aunt and uh, uncle-in-law. So it was the grandfather, her, her mother's sister, and the, the uncle had gone to jail for trying to solicit a prostitute. Nice. And then found Jesus and, you know, asked for forgiveness. And so he was cool at the Christmas table. He tried to, che- he tried to cheat on their daughter. That's cool that, that Jesus was doing time, too. You know what I mean? That's weird that he met him in a goddamn jail. Oh, in jail, yeah. <laughs> but I just thought that was, the, that to me is the essence of certain people's take on religion yeah. is this guy tried to cheat on your daughter. You, he married your daughter and tried to cheat on her and was arrested trying to buy a prostitute. But he said, please, Jesus, forgive me. So he sits at the Christmas table, you know, scot-free, but me, I don't know the Lord's prayer. And I, to me, I just absolutely loved that. And she was like, don't feel bad. I'm like, I don't feel bad. I, I don't care what your about to die grandfather thinks of me. That relationship obviously didn't work out. Yeah, that's that's a weird one when people ask you to do prayers. See, I, I got asked to do that at uh, my uncle's place, like I, I don't know, three, four years ago, something like that. And it was it was a little awkward, but I at least he didn't ask me to do a specific one. He just asked me to sort of. Uh, Will you lead us in prayer? Yeah, and so I just kind of had to riff one, 
and that was a little bit easier. But it still was it sounded very awkward, and it was obvious that I never do it. And I, I couldn't. You know how at the end of prayers you say uh, you say Amen. Yeah. Well, on the spot, I couldn't fucking remember. Amen. <laughs> and so I just I, I probably my, blank too I would blank yeah I, I wasn't expected to do a prayer he just sprung it on me all at once like Jake would you like to lead us in prayer like oh shit all right um and I just started. so he doesn't know you that well I guess or no he, still... he does he does uh, and <laughs> he did this specifically because he knew I was a religious man but um <laughs> now you said it was Thanksgiving you couldn't just throw out a thank God for football I well I I, I don't know, man. Everybody was sitting around the table and shit, and I, I was like, "All right, I'll try to do this decent." And I, honestly, it, it you're went taking one for the team. You're that, being a family member. Yeah, it went awkward enough that I probably should have just done that. But I, I, I was, so I was staring up at my uncle's ceiling, just babbling to the heavens or whatever. And at the end, I, I just told God to have a nice day because I couldn't <laughs> fucking remember what Amen was, dude. <laughs> See, now if I had been told. Would you lead us in prayer? I probably would have done the same thing. I, you know, like I'm not naturally belligerent. Like fuck you, old man. I don't pray. But yeah, like you said, he had asked for a specific prayer. He said, "Could you please give the Lord's prayer?" And I'd heard of it. I know what the Lord's prayer is. I know it's very specific. But if he had said, "Will you lead us in prayer?" I might have said, uh, "Thank you for this bounty before us. We are blessed." Uh, and then maybe I would have remembered or forgotten amen. I would have done something very generic just to make everyone happy. But yeah, I, d I don't know specifics. And then uh, we went to, oddly enough, her other grandparents, because uh, her parents were divorced, her mom and dad. So we spent one uh, you know, uh, Christmas Eve at one mo with mom and Christmas Day with dad. And that grandmother actually wanted us to go to church also. So I did. I went to, And that was a really weird experience because I'd never been to a Catholic church and I get how you call, why you call them a flock, because they really did bleat like sheep. They sounded like robots programmed. There was no emotion. It was just, and now we say this because we're supposed to. And I'm sitting around going, wow, you fuckers are a cult. That was weird. Yeah, they, they do weird, creepy shit. But see, the thing is, is that the shit they do and the shit they talk about is so weird because they, they read that crap from that book word for word you know yeah. whereas like most religions i feel like you know in in the u.s anyway sort of know their bullshit and know that that stuff's written for a different time and so they like to fucking go in there and be like well in the old testament when moses said this what he meant was and then they just sort of fucking uh it just sort of put it in their own words you know and it, whereas there they read it word for word and you hear how fucking nutty it sounds. Yeah. And so the people there are are so disinterested in it, man. I, I mean, even the people... I'm not talking about just the little kids like myself that were fucking dragged there. I'm talking like the adults, man. They're so just like, I'm fucking doing this because my parents want me to go and their parents went. And this guy is talking about burning bushes and angels flying out of some guy's cock hole or whatever the fuck and this is just nutty i'm just gonna chant a little chance kneel when he says to kneel sit when he says to sit and then i'm gonna fuck off and i'm gonna watch football like that's that's sort of the vibe you get when you're in there man it's a very disinterested vibe 
Well, it was, to me, the exact opposite of, say, the Blues Brothers, where you have singing and passion. This was literally white people droning, and it was... I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there like you, like you just described. All I could think was, what the fuck do you get out of this? There is no joy in this. There is no ascendance in this. There is no transcendence. I didn't get it. But yeah. on, on that note, as we run out of time, did you see this? It was on the interwebs. You made me think of another thing. You said read it word for word. There were some, I believe, Dutch, I'm not positive, but it could be Dutch pranksters. It was on the web this week. They released a video. It got 2 million hits like in one day where they bought a Bible and a Koran. Then they took the dust jacket off the, the Bible uh, or off the Koran and put it over the Bible and went out on the street and said, hey, man, Muslims are crazy. Have you read this crap? And then they read the most violent, awful passages oh, nice, from the Bible. Nice. And then they took the dust jacket off and said, oops, it's the Bible. You know, like you thought That's it was That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, but here's the, the neat thing, how you could tell it was Europe and not the American South, aside from the fact that they were speaking, I think, Dutch. Um, it could have been Norway, or I'm not positive. Uh, the long and short of it was, Every single person, when they took off the dust jacket and revealed, nope, that's the Bible, they laughed. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, you got me. I thought I was picking on Muslims, but that's the Christian book. You do that shit in America, people are going to be pissed. And I just thought it was neat how everybody that they revealed seemed to have a sense of humor about it. Said, well, Oops. they're not as religious in, in, would you say that was Norway or something? I think it was the Netherlands. I'm not okay, positive. Okay, yeah, they're not that, they're not they're, I think they're most, mostly atheists there. Well, right? all of Europe is pretty yeah, casual yeah. about their religion. Uh, Ireland was the one of the most religious countries, and even they, uh, when Pope Nazi, or I think it was even Pope John, when, when it finally came out how high up, when Pope John tried to blame the Irish for all the molestation that Sinead O'Connor tried to point out, they even went, you know what, fuck you, this is not on us, you... Literally, the church controlled all the the priests that were fucking Irish boys. Yeah, and you tried to blame. So even the most religious country, Ireland, has even backed off. But, but yeah, Europe is less religious than America. We're we're uh hit. We're we've passed our allotted time. Listeners, what do you think? Do you want us to do more production value? As we brought up the Catholic Church, should I have put uh, angels, uh, 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 boys chorus in the background going Amen. And added production value, let us know what you want. Thanks for listening, everyone. Later.